rugby can provide a massive boost to physical and mental health, even during this crisis. We find out more in this week's Wash Rugby Union podcast. We also hear from Wales international back Jonah Holmes on why he decided to move to the Dragons. But first, we'll look at the health and mental health through the coronavirus crisis and the role rugby is still playing in helping through Dragons Gateway community coach Gareth Sullivan. Gareth, good to speak to you. Just to start off, explain what your role with the Dragons and for the WRU is. Okay, my role currently with the Dragons is as the inclusion officer, and I work with the WRU within the inclusion space framework. Um, got uh, quite a few provisions that I look after um, between the both. A part of my role is just with mixed ability rugby, but there are other other provisions people with dementia and the elderly and socially isolated people. We do a walking rugby provision, we look after wheelchair rugby provision. They all come under, well, the majority come under the WIU's inclusion framework and some of the Dragon's own provisions. So before all this um, this period kicked off, presumably this was giving people a, a really good opportunity to access rugby, access the values of rugby, access friendship groups. It certainly was. Our, our mantra is a jersey for all. There may be some of the... The players who possibly haven't had the opportunities are due to disability, due to mental illness, due to lots of different things really. And we try and give them an avenue to gain friendship, to gain mental well-being, physical well-being, obviously through rugby. So when the lockdown period started and everything changed, how did that affect you in the short term at that point? Well, obviously initially we couldn't train, as you're aware and everybody would be aware it's how long is a piece of string at the moment so we sort of planned short term and then medium term and now we're looking long term so it's had a detrimental effect physically for people um, but we've tried to combat that through lots of online training sessions things uh, along those lines really because i suppose a crucial part of your role isn't just the physical side but is that mental health side I personally believe that it's probably a 50-50, to be honest with you. Lots of our players within all the different provisions rely on that, getting out of the house for the training just so they can interact with people. Some people are socially isolated. Some of our homeless people are ex-offenders, ex-addicts. We're trying to keep them on, on a better track than they previously have been. Some of our mixed ability players, some of them have got disabilities, which, because of the disability, has has hampered them throughout their lives and, and that has had a massive impact on their mental well-being and when we try and slowly but surely then we try and build them back up into, into the good people they are. So it's obviously been very difficult to do that and you wouldn't have been able to do it the way you were before. What changes have you made to carry on offering that provision for people? Throughout the lockdown period we're constantly trying to think of new and innovative ways to keep the players active first and foremost so what I've done is I've gone out and I've delivered rugby balls to any of the players that needed them I've then coached them via social media via zoom what we've tried to do then is give ownership to players so by that we we post out of the Dragons community on Twitter we post out skills of the day so we've asked our players to give us some skills of the day um, and which we, we posted out so it could have been an exercise it could have been something with a ball um, the other things that we've done on a weekly basis are quiz nights. We run those at the same time as we run our training nights. 
so they proved really successful. We just ordered some Thank You NHS rugby training jerseys. We had the players involved in the design of those. And one of our big successes that's just literally going to get rolled out now is top trump cards from our players. And what I've done is I asked players themselves to design how they would look and then to score each other. So it got everybody involved and they're about to be given out to the players as we speak now. So yeah, we're doing lots of things. One of the other things that we've done is for the mental health and some of the disability things is we've done player interviews, individual player interviews on what the provision that they're paying for means to them and how it's helped them. We want to try and get the message out that you know rugby it can be a jersey for all and it's the rugby family. And that's what we've tried to do and so far it's proven successful and, uh, and all the players have been, especially within the mixed ability, have been brilliant and they've been really proactive and, and anything that we've sort of tried to involve them in they've, uh, they've, they've jumped at the chance and done. That sounds a fantastically creative approach to what's going on. What, what's the reaction been like? Oh, it's been brilliant. Uh, as you can imagine we're still in a rugby environment so so especially with the scoring with the top trump cards there was a, a fair bit of banter thrown around by some of our players. So we started the top trumps with the men's mixed ability side and the aim then is to roll that out now to our ladies mixed ability side to our homeless side to our walking rugby side and our wheelchair side so the plan is now to get every single provision that that we support involved in it and because it's proved such a you know it's kept the players active it's kept them interested it's been brilliant watching some of the creative ideas they've come up with skills of the day it is a difficult time it's a difficult time for everybody but i've been really conscious that some of our inclusion players were isolated before the lockdown and even more so now so lots of them weren't very tech savvy initially so we've had to sort of guide them through that and make sure that they've got access um, and are able to join in on anything we do online as well which I think we've now achieved because we did our presentation night for mixed ability men and ladies last week and I think we had 50 odd players on there so I think we've sort of broken the back of that now we've managed to get everybody involved um, to as much as we can really. During this period there's been a, a lot of focus on mental health for fairly obvious reasons have you found people more interested in what you do than maybe they were three months ago? Oh definitely I think if there is a if there is a good part to, to any of this, uh, this this terrible stuff that's going on at the moment, I think it's, it's community rugby is going to come out of it even stronger than it was before. The amount of reaction and queries that we're having now about the provisions, and because I do a lot with children's rugby as well, I think it'll come out bigger and stronger. And we've, we've managed to use this period, whereas before we were very, very busy sort of doing the coaching and We've managed to sort of step, take a step back now and get a lot more things out on social media and have a look in depth a little bit more. And, and I think that once we come out finally, and we will come out of this, I think that it's, it's just going to grow from strength to strength. Do you think you'll maybe operate things slightly differently when we do come out of it? For me, I think that I will be in contact a lot more with my players. I think now what I've come to realise is the nature of inclusion rugby is that potentially we need to, to speak to our players a lot more I think we need to check up on our players a lot more than possibly we were before and I, so but as far as the actual rugby is concerned I think there's not a lot more we could have done really because we were training uh, we socialized quite a lot we socialized quite a lot after games after training because it's not it, it's not just the rugby we inclusion sport it, it's more about getting together and seeing other people so I'm sure there will be slight subtle differences 
I think communication will go up because I think everybody's learned how important communication is through this. So I think that's something certainly I'll be following up on. And you've been involved in volunteering and rugby and community rugby for quite a long time now. How do you compare this period with all the experience you've got in this area? It's like nothing I've ever come across before in all the years I've either played rugby, coached rugby, I've been a chairman of a million juniors for many years. It's different and I think I'm right in saying that it's the same as everybody else. We're learning day by day. I think the sports that the governing bodies of WIU, uh, the Dragons Rugby have given me, is it, something that is helping me to help other people as well through this. And I, I think that's something that will carry on now. I think it's the bond is stronger. But I've never come across anything like this. Um, and I just hope and pray now that rugby at grassroots level can come out the other side because it's going to be a test of time moving forward, I think. It will be difficult, but it, we will get there eventually. And we will. For your, <laughs> we hope we will anyway. Yeah. You're doing a, a tremendous job, but it must be quite a rewarding one as well. Oh, it, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done, without a shadow of a doubt. I've realised a lifelong ambition now, going from volunteering in rugby when I finished playing for the, sort of the last 10 years, now to actually working within rugby and working within a space which is so important to me. I was born with a disability myself, and these provisions weren't around when I was playing, so I just went straight into mainstream rugby, which was difficult. And what I've found since being involved in inclusion space is lots of players have got the ability but not the confidence. And what we're doing now, I think, is we're giving players the confidence to maybe move into mainstream rugby because, like I said, if you are born with something or maybe maybe a slight mental illness, maybe a slight physical illness, but it knocks your confidence that much that you don't feel confident. And we're given them that. And we've had success stories with players playing mixed ability, gaining confidence, gaining skill levels, and then moving on to mainstream rugby. And to me... You know, that, that's done everything. And so, yeah, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I love seeing the smiles on both the men's and the ladies. I love seeing the progression that we have from homeless players, from, like I said before, when they've been addicts, whether it be drink or drugs or ex-offenders, just to see their progression. But one of the most rewarding and one of our newest provisions is Sporting Memories, which deals with people with Alzheimer's and dementia. We, we have them for a couple of hours at Rodney Parade. We talk about old Sporting Memories and, and we... And we sort of bring back some photo cards and we play sort of spot the ball and some quizzes and you get them talking and seeing their faces and then we do sort of 40 minutes sort of activity with them then, whether it be curling or boccia. Seeing their faces is, is amazing. It really is amazing. And you sort of, to me, it's not a job. It's, it's, you know, it's not like I get out of bed in the morning and I'm going to work because I've got to do something that I absolutely adore doing. So, yeah, it's brilliant. Well, Gareth, it sounds though you're doing an incredibly good but rewarding job and uh, thanks very much for sharing that with us. Pleasure. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. There's some great work going on there. Same with the Dragons. They've been boosted by the signing of Wales international Jonah Holmes from Leicester. He explained his thinking behind the move. Yeah, I guess welcome to Zim Ryan and the new coaching staff, which is exciting. So I'm excited to get over and, and you know, play regularly with them. And also, I think it's a whole new competition. You don't, you don't get any chance in your career to, to sample all the different competitions and that. And uh, I get a chance to do that, which I'm grateful for. With, when it comes to international stuff, I mean, if I can get performances in that, that mean I can I get shot in that squad, then, then great. But again, it means you know, I won't get that unless I you know, play the Dragons.
Well, I mean, I've got a lot to thank for for the um, the way the team um, they've been very supportive. But I mean, behind the scenes, I'm very thankful for all the staff that have been supporting me throughout this. Um, you know, to get this move going. I mean, it means I get don't have to travel back and forth if if I do get in the squad. Same as everyone, if you're playing in that league, and then they, you know you're on the spotlight. Whereas sort of in the distance when you're when you're over there playing in the in the Premiership. Our Dragons director of rugby, Dean Ryan, is delighted to have got his man. His ability to play in a number of positions for a squad like ourselves is, is hugely beneficial. It is a competitive position, but you know it's also uh, a huge amount of benefit as well. So a huge amount of attraction for him to come in to us, a new tournament, and and hopefully push on for, for more international honours because you know, Jonah alluded to playing one game or being in a squad, going away, playing in the Prem, coming back doesn't suit anybody. So being in a managed programme, trying to look at a, a block of time over eight or nine months that you get the best out of yourselves is, is the platform for Jonah to push on. It's a balancing act, isn't it? Is um, what regions are a balancing act? They're a balancing act of being able to push people on to international honours and, and create enough stability for the region to keep moving. More people playing international rugby from Dragons. And, uh, you know, I think that's part of the carrot for us to get some momentum, for us to seek aspiration and change the pathway that the Dragons has been on. And, you know, we've seen a lot of guys getting more squad time last year and, and everything else. This is just an increase of that. So Holmes will be one to keep an eye on when we do see the players back in action. So listen out for the Welsh Rugby Union podcast next week as we continue to shine a light on what's going on in Welsh rugby in these difficult times. In the meantime, goodbye and stay safe.